we feel elated when we're singing. So even if nobody's going to hear you, singing along to a song that brings you joy is very healing. And now for something completely different. Welcome to Surrounded by Idiots Radio Podcast. Welcome back to the show. Today's very special guest is Kristen Hartnagel. Uh, we've worked together a number of times through the coaching thing that I have talked about that I've been going through over the past couple of years. Kristen is a keynote speaker. She's a personal brand expert, coach at the globally renowned Brand Builders Group, which I happen to be a part of as well. She works with clients, including New York Times bestselling authors, celebrities, billionaire influences, CEOs, entrepreneurs, on and on. Again, way too important to be on my show, clearly. Uh, see, uh, let's see, uh, through her company, Evolve Now, uh, she helps individuals break through belief barriers and reach their next level of greatness. Hi, Kristen. Welcome to the show. Hello. How are you, Tony? I'm doing great. Uh, we had uh, talked earlier uh, over these past few months because you've been helping me with the niche and the branding and, and all the stuff that I've been going through with the women in confidence. And a few things popped up that I really wanted to talk to you about because you deal specifically with women with confidence. And there was one part about your coaching style, your coaching format that I found very intriguing. And that was the music aspect being a musician myself. Well, I, you know, I don't kind of a part-time musician uh, back in the day. I have a affinity for uh, music and therapy and healing and the power of music, especially when it comes to confidence. So could you kind of share what your background is in the music and how you came about creating a program with the music as the, as the base? Absolutely. Uh, so I've been a singer all my life. Um, I took piano lessons, guitar lessons, but I still can't play an instrument. I took music theory. I write songs, but the songs that I write are more like downloads. The melodies and the lyrics come at the same time, and I better be at a place where I can record them or write them down or they're lost. So I can't say that I'm a songwriter in the traditional sense because I'm not writing out on sheet music. Um, but I had the gift of my sister because she did have a music degree. She stuck to it enough where she could actually create um, choir kind of sheet music for people to sing the songs that I've written and as well as the songs that she's written. And through our study of music, uh, we really fell across the idea that sound can heal. And in most native traditions all over the world, there is some kind of sound healing that they employ in a natural way because the tones that are created are frequency and those vibrations can penetrate your being and they actually kind of tune in and, and help you do some healing. If not healing, at least get you in touch with a place where you can be more at peace and then your body is able to heal better. So my coaching isn't about healing. My coaching is about, you know, breaking through to your next um, level of confidence, to your next level of success by overcoming belief barriers. And so sometimes music can help because in my mind, music communicates at the level of the soul. Mm -hmm. There is something that happens um, when we're speaking 
that doesn't happen when we're listening to music. Mm-hmm. When we're speaking, it's like my brain is in assessment mode and I'm wondering, do I believe that? Is that true for me? And if you're really trying to change someone's life, you would like to try and bypass that and touch on in a different way to to break through to a different level of understanding. So when you're watching a movie or listening to music, it's like you're on a journey and you're being entertained and you don't have those same defense or protection mechanisms in place. So I often give my clients either like a a money affirmation chant or some kind of positive message that will help them think about things in a different way. So you wrap the music in. First of all, I I totally get that from the musician standpoint and just from being impacted by music so much. It's almost as though music, the tonality and just just the essence of it kind of doesn't end around. Around the around the conscious mind into the subconscious, it goes into the true self. It goes past the ego. It kind of it kind of hits you at the core essence of really who you are, and that's why it's it's such a uh, strong memory trigger as well. And so remembering songs, and I I mean I I can sing something. I know the, the exact words to a a song that I heard when I was eight. I couldn't tell you what I had for lunch yesterday. So I, you know, I, so I think that, uh, it, it is, it is such a powerful thing. And when you, when you take the essence of that and you craft the money um, affirmation, aff- chant. affirmation chant, do you use specific harmonies, melodies? How do you go about creating something that you feel as though will be really effective for your clients? So the money affirmation chants are really just a, a way to think about the power of attraction and the hangups that most people have about money in a fun, light way. It's not the same as like a meditative CD. I have a meditative CD that does use tones and chants and the voice and singing bowls that really um, is meant to penetrate in a completely different way. But the money affirmation chants are just fun, light things that repeat so that you can have them in the background and you kind of let them reprogram your mind instead of um, staying in that scarcity mentality. But they're not necessarily designed to use tones in a specific way. Okay. That, cause it's, I was wondering if that was something from, from that money aspect in terms of reprogramming, using them as affirmations, if there was that particular essence to it, because I know, and we, you had showed me right before we got the show going about the, uh, what, what's called the bowl that you have and the, yes. uh, and the chimes that you, I, I wonder if you could kind of bring those out or kind of talk about that a little bit. Cause I find that fascinating. Yeah. So, um, my sister and I would do what we called harmonies of healing workshops. And that's where 10 or 12 people would get together and we would play these crystal singing bowls and you can gong them or you mm-hmm. can drag this, um, kind of like a handle, around it and it can continue to tone. So I'm just going to gong it for the sake of a podcast. And it has a tone that reverberates and it just kind of comes into you. But if you played it, that gets really almost intense. It's extremely dynamic. 
And can then you try to, can you try the, to do that? Like do the whole yeah. thing, go around and see? Cause sure. I want to hit the gong came over it like a little bit, but I, I think that that playing, you know, going around it with the, yes. And you, and you stopped and it's still going. Oh, yeah. It goes for a long time. Yeah. Wow. Uh-huh. So and then you, these. Oh, yeah. yeah and, and the chimes, too. So these That's, are. That, that thing is still going. It's still going. Um, these are Tibetan uh, symbols. Mm-hmm. And um, what you'll notice is that if you can still hear that tone, when I make this tone, they come in to a frequency that is harmonious. Hmm. I'm going to do that again because I didn't hit it spot on. And so if you're playing two tones of different frequencies, Mm -hmm. they seek to resonate. Hmm. Um, There's coherence and incoherence. And when you're thinking about frequencies, um, tones tend to want to come together. So you could play tuning forks and if they sound dissonant, they'll, they'll come into a harmony of sorts so that they feel more aligned. It's just a fascinating thing. Um, there's an app called Gaia and Gaia has a whole series on sacred music. It's called The Sound of Creation. And so I highly recommend it if you're interested in learning more about sound healing. That's fascinating. I've heard about Gaia. I haven't uh, heard anything about the sound healing. How do you use both the cymbals uh, and the bowl with your clients? Do you use it to set a baseline? Do you use it to set a mindset? Uh, Is it something to use after you do that to expand? What's the What's the role of, of the, mm. of those instruments? So when, when you think about the human mind, as soon as we wake up, the momentum of everything we've been thinking the day before comes flooding back in. So I, I want you to picture like a ball of energy. And when you're thinking, when you're going about your day, all of your energy is going out in every direction. And we just want to quiet that a little bit. Meditation is is an attempt to quiet that to a bigger degree. But if we can quiet it even a little bit, it's as if we remove this veil that is constantly there. When all of our energy is outbound, it's like we are we create this umbrella so that we don't get information that we could have access to. It's we we kind of are trying to do everything ourselves instead of being open to the flow or in alignment with source, whatever you want to say. And so I will play a tone in order to just bring people into the space to get them to kind of quiet that outbound energy so that they're more receptive. When we did Harmonies of Healing workshops, um, we would have one person in the center and everybody around would play a different singing bowl and we would all have an intention for that person. And nine times out of 10, the person in the center would cry and have massive breakthroughs. Um, And I think it would work without the music because we were all focusing our intention, but with the music, they could feel it in such a visceral way that it just was overwhelming. And um, they ended up sharing how much they 
uh, had processed, like breakthroughs they didn't even know they were dealing with um, came through and massive healings. Like I don't claim to be a healer in any way, shape or form, but I know on some level intention has a lot to do with how the body responds. Where if you believe in prayer, wherever two or more are gathered amplifies the desire of the prayer. And so a whole room full of people holding that intention was really special. And boy, you can feel it, can't you? Yeah. I mean, it is powerful. It's palpable. The, and using, I, I, I love the, the aspect of using the music, using the tone, the bowl, the, the symbols to carry, to deliver uh, the intention to almost make it a, a tangible form where people can can like hear it and then digest it along with all of the energy, along with the frequency of people lifting up with the intention and focusing on that one person. I've been in those situations before uh, in like different seminars or whatnot. And you and it it is truth. You really can feel the intense level of energy that is surrounding you. Uh, and then in using music at the same time, I can just imagine is just unbelievably exponentially more powerful, I would think, uh, in yeah. moving forward. Now, use, now, using that as an example, uh, do you have, it, is there any way that somebody could kind of do a DIY, kind of an at-home type of a thing to where they could use, they may not have a bowl hanging around or, you know, symbols hanging around, but maybe something else to be able to kind of get their mind right, uh, you know, sans meditation or even with it uh, to help them to start this process uh, using and utilizing uh, music uh, going forward. Absolutely. So there's nothing more powerful than creating the tone yourself. You can tell that, I mean, there's lots of studies that infants who are born have been responding to the sound of their mother's voice from the womb. And so that the power of your own voice is the most powerful. So why not chant? Um, we feel elated when we're singing. So it, even if nobody's going to hear you, singing along to a song that brings you joy is very healing. Uh, but toning specifically, when you think about monks and when you think about um, people who are in sanctuaries, a lot of them are producing a tone, whether it's om or some other kind of chant. There's something about your own voice that really does resonate um, on the cellular level. And when you get, if you wanted to develop internal chanting uh, as a modality, there's a way to try and roll that sound around in your mouth. It's almost like with an ooh and an R at the same time. So it's something like this. And when oh, you that do sounded that like, with that sounded just like the bowl. The bowl. When you do that with <laughs> that was the like, bowl. Okay, for, for the record, for you, for the podcast, you can't see her. That was actually, you did that yourself. That sounded just like the bowl did. So imagine doing that together. So if what you had trip. the bowl and you chant, it's it's fascinating. Yeah. Um, so I think um, just the ability. Of, well, there's a lot out there that says energy can never be um, destroyed. It merely changes form. It does. Yeah. Our, yeah. our voice 
anything that we literally say is energy. It can be measured. Like you can see when you're talking and you can see how it's moving the needle if you were looking at a recording. Um, So what we say, what we sing goes on forever. And so a lot of times in my coaching, I help people understand that what you're thinking, it has a vibration, whether or not it comes out into words. People wonder, like, why should people believe that affirmations work? Well, your thoughts have one level of frequency or vibration. The spoken word had to go from thought soup to clarity, enough clarity to form the words of the thoughts that I'm thinking. So it's a stronger frequency or vibration. Singing um, is another stronger form of that frequency or vibration. So really the goal of the coaching in essence is to help people understand that if they took more responsibility for what they say, for what they think, they're going to be a lot happier. We just need to put our minds on a diet and not put so much attention on what's negative, but put way more attention on what you want to call into being. Let's say there's somebody out there and they're they wake up not feeling too good or having kind of a bad day, how would they go about using that to set their mind right five or 10 minutes? Well, I kind of feel like they everybody who is wondering if this is legit or not should just try singing, even if they're not trying to sing in a way that they're proud that somebody would hear them. It's very difficult to be singing something and stay in a bad mood. Now, if you turned on, you know, heavy metal, something with a bad message, I don't want to judge it as being a bad message, but something that you would consider to be a negative it's message. It's negative for sure. Yeah. Right. It's negative. Right. So, yeah. but my challenge is to harbor a thought that doesn't feel good and sing. It's like really challenging to do that because it's the singing that is an emotive energy and it conjures a feeling like you had referenced earlier you can listen to a song and it triggers a memory i can remember exactly where i was when i heard that i was driving in california and you know highway 101 and i can remember what that felt like and all of that so music is transportive. And so they could employ it right away if they just say, I'm not liking the way I feel, so I'm going to sing about it. And um, one of my favorite bumper stickers that my sister actually created, it's a picture of a bird and it says in a circle, I sing because I'm happy because I sing because I'm happy because mm-hmm. I sing. There, Which came first? It is so powerful. And that's something that you can, somebody can use every single day. Uh, without any formalized training whatsoever. To wrap this up, can you talk about what uh, your uh, coaching is, uh, what you can do to expand if somebody's looking to do more than that, uh, as well mm-hmm. as if you have any any resources that you would like to share? Absolutely. So I really have kind of two uh, paths that I walk. One is as a personal brand strategist with Brand Builders Group, and the other is spiritual breakthrough coaching. And that's through my company Evolve Now. And it's really when people fill out their intake form, they let me know what they're bumping up against. And typically, it's spiritually open-minded people who have 
tools. Like they know about affirmations, they know about meditation, but their life isn't looking the way they would like it to look. And so they really want help to unpack what what's going on. And so we go through a three-step process that helps them identify what it is they're thinking, reduce that thought so that it's not nearly as powerful, and then learn how to replace it. It's not positive thinking. It's really brain reprogramming so that you can see how you your responsibility in your thinking and in your words is what shapes the experiences of your life. So I thought it would be kind of cool as a giveaway if anybody wanted a song download. Um, Who Do You Want to Be is a song I wrote that talks about you are not the circumstances that you grew up with. So if you had a rotten father or your mom gave you a raw deal, you're alive to see the sunrise. So how does that make you feel? When you equate your past with how you're acting now, you're selling yourself short. So I'm going to tell you how. And that is all about who do you want to be? Think about the boomerang. Whatever you do comes back to you. So that's the essence of the song. And they can get a free download. Good. I'm going to download that too. I mean, I haven't heard it. I'm I'm kind of fired up to listen to that thing and make it happen. So, Good. Thank you, Kristen. I appreciate it. And then if they want to get a hold of you, uh, where I'm going to post all your stuff. But if you want to kind of chat about it briefly, uh, where would uh, they get a hold of you? Yeah, they can DM me on Instagram, Kristen Hartnagel. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Facebook. But if they really want to stay connected, downloading that song, um, they'd give me their email and I can just continue the conversation with some of my blogs and some of the things that I talk about, tips and strategies for staying aligned. Perfect. Kristen, thank you so much for being on the show. I really appreciate it. Again, Kristen Hartnagel. If evolved now, I'll put all of the stuff at the bottom on both the YouTube and also all the podcast platforms. And if you have any questions for me, you know how to get a hold of me, Tony at javabud.com. Uh, we are transitioning into the new She Talks Confidence. And if you're listening to me on that particular platform, then welcome. That's a brand new one. And you know, you'll see where you can get a hold of me at the bottom of the page. Thanks again. Thank you, Kristen, again. Have a wonderful rest of the day, of the week, and I will talk to you soon. Thank you.